0: In 3, 2, 1 7 things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Evans and this This is the Standard 7 Ireland Edition Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of the Smart 7 Ireland Edition We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories to come over the next 7 minutes If you like what you hear, why not hit the follow button for regular updates There's a fresh episode every weekday at 7am an adult committee heard that it's not really surprising that Ireland was targeted for a cyber attack as there's no one in a position as the director of National Cybercrime Centre. The salary expectation for a position like that is almost €300,000 with a further 200000 in benefits and bonuses and we're offering €89,000 per year. Cyber security recruiter Blona Carroll explains
1: it's a very complex
0: situation
1: that will be you know the person will be coming into and developing and really building something extremely solid you know that, that, that the speakers have spoken about where they see the vision of where this role needs to be at and uh, this role really requires a, an expert highly qualified Coming in with the gravitas of this role.
0: Meanwhile, Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly appeared on Ireland AM and was asked if he felt there was a risk people whose data was leaked would sue the HSE.
1: People obviously are free to take legal advice on these types of things. You would hope people wouldn't. The HSE takes people's data very, very seriously. Obviously, money that you have to pay out for data breaches is money that you're not using to run healthcare systems.
0: HSE CEO Paul Reid says the ultimate cost of the cyber attack could be over €100 million.
1: There's a resource cost associated with all of that and then there will be the cost based on our services and the impact on trying to recover services. Uh, I said at the outset this will be in tens of millions uh, and there's no doubt €100 will be a a smaller figure in terms of the total cost of this. So the initial figure uh, of just trying to get the services back up and there will be a further figure uh, in terms of the impact on services.
0: And there was more bad news on vaccine rollout yesterday as Johnson & Johnson's supply issues mean that there'll be not as many doses of the single-shot vaccine available as originally planned for, which may mean more missed vaccination targets. Minister Stephen Donnelly laid out the likely scenario in the Dáil.
1: The issue involves manufacturing the US... And we and the EMA are waiting for a decision from the FDA. For June, we were expecting a contractor to receive about 470,000 doses of Janssen. The best case I have as of this morning uh, is that we would receive about half of that. And the worst case, which the the deputy was looking for as well, believe it or not, deputy, could be as low as around 60,000 in June.
0: The actions of Belarus and its leader Alexander Lukashenko in effectively hijacking a Ryanair airplane on Sunday evening continued to have an impact around the world. The journalist at the center of the events, Roman Protasevich, appeared on a government Telegram channel last night from the Minsk detention center number 1. Belarusian opposition leader Svetlana Sikhanouskaya says he's probably been tortured.
1: It is typical because we see how people that were jailed because of political uh, motivation are Held in our jails, they are tortured, they are ill-treated. It's awful what's happening with them in jails.
0: Countries all around the world condemn the actions of Belarus as the EU banned all flights from EU airspace. Foreign Affairs Minister Simon Coveney spoke out on Morning Ireland.
1: Uh, and you know this can only be described, as I say, as uh, as aviation piracy. Uh, and I think the EU has to give a very clear response to it. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, we're giving all the wrong
0: signals. Former advisor to British PM Boris Johnson, Dominic Cummins, testified on the pandemic in a marathon seven-hour session in front of a Commons committee. He opened with a frank apology. The
1: truth is that senior ministers, senior officials, senior advisors like me fell disastrously short of the standards that the public has a right to expect of its government in a crisis like this. When the public needed us most, the government failed. And I'd like to say to all the families of those who, uh, who died, unnecessarily... How sorry I am for the mistakes that were made and for my own mistakes at that.
0: He was utterly scathing about Boris, saying he did hear him say, let the bodies pile up, and he painted a picture of incompetence that led directly to thousands of deaths.
1: It is completely crazy that I should have been in such a senior position, in my personal opinion. I'm not smart, I've not built great things in the world. Um, it, it's just. It, It's completely crackers that someone like me should have been in there, just the same as it's crackers that Boris Johnson was in there and that the choice at the last election was Jeremy Corbyn.
0: And he told a brutally frank story about just how unprepared the British government were for a pandemic, describing the moment that senior civil servant Helen McNamara walked into the Cabinet Office. I've been
1: told for years that there was a whole plan for this. There is no plan. We're in huge trouble. I've come through here to the... Helen McNamara said, I've come through here to the Prime Minister's office to tell you all quote, I think we are absolutely f
0: Still to come, all the gossip from the Friends reunion and PJ Gallagher has something to get off his chest.
1: You're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and
0: follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Major General Maureen O'Brien was appointed to the second highest rank in the army. She's been in the Irish Army since 1981 and she says things have changed quite a bit. When I joined the Defence Forces actually we were considered to be non-combatant and we're very much restricted into what we call administrative or logistics roles but that completely opened up in the early 90s and as a consequence all our training is integrated. We both do it with men and women. Now as the government tries to encourage more women to join the Defence Forces, she's heading to the United United Nations to serve as one of two military advisors. Visibility is awfully important uh, to make sure that people see, you know, yes, you can make it too in, in, the, in the UN uh, as a woman and be taken seriously. I think it's the meaningful participation is the important thing, not just the numbers. Finally, after all the waiting, the Friends reunion show hit the airwaves and the streaming platforms yesterday. And under the watchful eye of James Corden, we discovered a massive secret that had been hiding in plain sight. James asked the cast if at any stage there had been any real-life romance. And, well, Jennifer Aniston had a surprising answer. Uh, well, I mean, David. Yeah?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean the, the, the first the, season. Yeah, the first season, we I had a major crush on Jen. Um, I and, there and was I a, think it was, we re- both re- at some point we were both crushing hard on each other, but it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship, so and we never crossed that boundary. You know, we respected that, and but we both bullshit. <laughs>
0: Comedy has been one of the professions hit hard by the pandemic as venues closed and live gigs dried up. But a new generation of comedians who are adept at social media has sprung up. Comedian and Radio Nova presenter PJ Gallagher told the Six O'clock Show that he'd have loved to get started in comedy through social media rather than the old-fashioned stand-up. A hundred percent. Yeah, I
1: definitely. If I could have done that myself, I would. So many of the old stand-ups are all like, oh, they haven't done the hard graft. You know, they've never put the tradition. So what? Where's the glamour and dying on your arse in some kip and cabin in front of five people who didn't even know you were on, but
0: they're trying to eat a
1: carvery dinner, and you're like, oh no, but I did it the real way. No one cares. Like nobody cares. Nobody gives a toss about any of that.
0: This has been the Smart Seven Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris.